Today we're watching Cadet Kelly. A reminder of when boho chic and camo pants used to be cool. Here on Dizzy Channel Original Friendship. <coughs> that glass clink was not nearly as satisfying as last time's. Maybe we should use those margarita glasses. Or was it the margarita glasses? Yeah, um, it, was, yeah, 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 yeah. it was margarita glasses. But they were empty. That was the trick. And they just rung. It was Ooh. really It was really like a lovely. gong. It was beautiful. beautiful. It was beautiful. So, Maya, we're watching Cadet Kelly today. And, and we have Amanda. I'm really excited. We have Amanda. Hi, Hi Amanda. Amanda. Hello, Internet. How's it going? I have never seen this movie. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm not looking forward to watching the shit out of it. Yeah. I am a big fan of Christy Carlson Romano and Hilary Duff. And scarves. And one of those Ashmore brothers. I can't remember. Sean. It's Sean. It is Sean. Okay. I'll promptly forget that. Both of them it's are It's Iceman from X-Men. Oh, this is Iceman. This is Iceman. Is he the one that was in Animorphs? I don't know. I never saw Animorphs. <gasps> I'm going to go with the yes. Scandal. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about this later. We'll talk about Animorphs another time, but uh, it's pretty sweat. Pretty sweat? It's pretty sweat. I've been watching a lot of South Park. Sorry. I was, I was wondering about that. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but I was wondering. So, super weird that aliens abducted our podcast last time and made everything so fuzzy. Stupid aliens. Yeah, fuck you aliens. We were trying to watch Xena on the sequel. And it was relevant. They were adding filters. Yeah, they, I mean, I think it is that they're huge fans of David's and they just really wanted to ask him about Corey in the house. And also they just wanted to say, zoom, zoom, zoom. Make my heart go boom, boom, boom. Aw. Yeah. You guys dance. They did the same dance. <laughs> well, we are we are friends. It's yeah. pretty great. That's pretty awesome. I like that very much. So, Amanda, if you could choose one one Disney Channel original movie that's your favorite, what would it be? Ooh, God, of all time, that's uh... of all time. You have you have years. Mm-hmm. Can I think on it? No. Okay. Answer. <laughs> Luck of the Irish. Ooh, nice. For sure. Nice. I'm not really sure why. I like that. Like the general attraction to an awkward white boy that plays basketball. Ryan Merriman. Just spoke to me in ways I have difficulty articulating. I like You him. grew up in Seattle and you're white. <laughs> I and think, I'm I, super Irish. So I yes. think I just figured it out. <laughs> um, what is your favorite? My favorite's Smart House. Ooh, that is a good one. But I do love Xenon. Xenon's a close second. It's Xenon, Brink, Smart House, or like in those three. But Brink is just like one of those ones that I liked growing up, but I wasn't sure I was going to like as an adult. So I think I always kind of was questioning it. But you know, it was a great first movie for us to review. I like it. I like it. It, it, it holds up. My full-on favorite is Lemonade Mouth. Yeah, you are really into Lemonade Mouth. I don't, I can't exactly explain why, but it is a movie that I can watch over and over and over again and just love it. See, I thought that was time. Camp Rock 2. Or Camp Rock, not Camp Rock 2. Never oh, Camp God. Rock 2. Never Camp Rock 2. <laughs> Never again. Blasphemy. Camp Rock. Blasphemy. Camp Rock is a lot of fun, though. It is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, and it started this whole thing. That's pretty great. Oh, um, it's really beautiful. I do have to make a side note that when we were meeting up and talking about the whole alien abduction of our podcast, that you allowed me to ch run around your neighborhood chasing a Pokemon. So thank you for that. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for helping very me welcome. catch those two. And Clefairy, also, right? Yeah, it was a Clefairy. Um, also, last night, I got to hear a video of Amanda singing a jazz rendition of the Pokemon song, and it's amazing. I did do that. That you was the thing that. that happened. She did an open mic, and she did it, and it was amazing. And Amanda's kind of cool. Like, I mean, she's, she's kind of a big deal in Seattle? I don't know. 
know if I'd say that, but I appreciate the uh, sentiment. Are you famous? Oh, uh, yeah. internet famous, but that's she is for actually, another podcast. She's actually internet famous. Wow. It, it is true. This podcast she, has stars on it. Yeah, we have <laughs> yeah. David, David, who had some cameos in Disney TV shows, including Corey in the House. Um, we, awesome. We have Amanda, who is like, would it be Reddit famous? You're Reddit it famous? It would be Reddit famous. You're Reddit famous? Mm-hmm. That's cool. I am famous, according to my mom, in her heart. I am famous in the hearts of the the people that I support and serve at my job. I I definitely I my brain is so fried. I was I was playing softball and I'm really sweaty and I also think I strained my hamstring, which was super genius. But I uh, but I really do you like that I dressed up in my softball gear for this podcast. She wore her softball gear and I'm wearing uh well I was wearing a scarf. Hold on, it's right next to me. Now I'm wearing a scarf because because of the the boho ness. Thanks, oh, thanks bonus. for thanks for lending me that scarf. It's a little too heavy for me to wear. I have another uh, one that's also way too heavy. Yeah, that you hey, can awesome. Awesome. wear that. Mandy, you look really nice. I would Layers. never have guessed you woke up hungover. Yeah, a bed. bunch of slouches. I dressed up for this shit. Yeah, you did. You look. I really got out of <laughs> bed. And... I I left my softball game early. Wow. I was gonna Love. say, you know what? That kind of matches. That you matches know, our first inning was amazing. Isn't that? Isn't it just always the same? And then yeah. We just go pink from Did there. Did you guys win? I don't know. I left early. We were doing good. Like we had an amazing first two innings. Like we got like nine points the first inning. Nice. Nine runs. Sorry. We got nine runs the first inning. Nine baskets. Nine baskets. Nine goals. Nine. Nine. Yeah. Nine, nine strikes. Nine touchdowns. Oh wait, no, no strikes are bad. Sorry. Strikes are bad. No bad. No strikes. <laughs> we probably. I don't know. We probably got nine strikes. Somewhere in there. I don't know. Nine strikes would be So what do we remember out. about no, Cadet Kelly? You couldn't have had nine strikes because nine strikes is three outs, and that's... Like one person gave <gasps> oh, this strike, another person... Right, This right. is so, so not necessary. What do you remember <laughs> about Cadet Kelly? <laughs> um, I remember that um, Hillary Duff's character is supposed to be kind of like hippie-ish. Yes. And her mom is kind of hippie-ish. And that's, and, and, um, but they're not, I don't think they're actually hippie-ish. I think they're artsy, which is different. And, yeah. and, and there's a military guy. Yeah. There's Sir. A, and there's a cute boy. Yes. And. A girl that I felt was sort of a, it was their, a rough nod to being unsure of your sexuality at a young age. Could be. I was kind of, Jennifer, I think is her name. I think Jennifer is the right name. And, uh, for two seconds, I forgot Cadet Kelly's name. Wow. That's well done. Her name is Jennifer. No, no. 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 Wait, can I Kelly's name is no. Jennifer? I'm kidding. God, it is going to be a long <laughs> podcast. Oh, I haven't even started drinking I, yet. I love you. Are so we drinking, much. ladies? Oh, thank you for asking. That was a brilliant segue, Amanda. Killing it. We are drinking the the Big Sir, but it's Sir S I R because Gary Coleman's Gary Coleman. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, Gary Cole. Gary, Gary Cole. Cole. Yeah, because Gary Coleman is not accurate. <laughs> Gary Cole's character is just Sir. And the Big Sur is your choice of Coke or uh, like seltzer, soda water. I'm choosing soda water because, you know, we've discussed my, my issues with Coke. And then vodka and grenadine. So it's basically like a dirty Shirley, but, but not. Yeah. Oh, my God. What? Adair's issues with Coke. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Oh, we, I just stopped. Like everything stopped. Everything, the world stopped because uh, we, yeah, we had that whole issue with um, 
I was talking about how I don't drink soda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't it normally. Me. It hurts me. I don't normally drink soda just because of the sugar content, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I haven't had Coke in a really long time. And I like love, college, right? Like I, it was a party in a bathroom? Well, no. I mean, at the party, it was just like out in the kitchen. Oh, okay. Because that's the kind of parties that I go to. They usually keep the Coke out in the kitchen or sometimes outside, like on the patio or whatever. But yeah. yeah. But it's nice and fizzy. Makes your, makes your insides tickle. Makes my nose tickle. <laughs> Yeah, when those, the, 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 the bubbles. Bubbles. <laughs> bubbles. This is uh, this is clearly going great places. It means places. two things. <laughs> so who mixes up our drinkies? Um, Bartenders. We, we are going to do that once the once the podcast oh, because because it makes a lot of noises and there's a lot of this sometimes when we're making drinks and we're recording. Clink 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 clink. clink. But it's better than when Maya decides to do this. Yeah. I don't know. I still think that that's pretty awesome. It was not awesome. It was absolutely not awesome that you did that. I'm just going to... Boop. You're really helpful. There. There. Thanks. I think it should be the, a new tradition in like every podcast since then that I'm just going to... Like a Carol Burnett thing. It's like a Carol Burnett. I am not here today. All right. Let's let's get let's get going. But, yeah. but we are here and this is going to be great. Oh, and, and we can watch it on Netflix. It's, it is on Netflix. It's free if you have a Netflix subscription. Or a friend one. with a Netflix subscription or a Netflix parent. subscription is really hard to say. It is. It is. And we still, again, I'm going to say, we have not started drinking. No, we've been eating <laughs> carrots. That's honestly what we've been doing. I had some broccoli. I did have, oh, I had a cauliflower too. This is, why? Why? Let's, let's start. <laughs> let's. All right. So we'll be back after these messages. Today's podcast brought to you by Coke. It has two meanings. Well, Cadet Kelly. Um, as plots go, I'd say it was probably one of the easiest. Much actually simpler than Under Wraps. Under Wraps was... Well, we had like three plots for Under Wraps. Yeah. This one, it's pretty much just one. I mean, well, I'd say two. I'd say there's the the struggle between Kelly and the military community, like her stepfather and Jennifer, and Kelly versus herself. Wow, I just looked at your hair. It's <laughs> hot. Something about Mary thing going on. It's hot, and I've been like, ooh. Should we comment about how hot it is like we did that one podcast? Well, it is getting hot in here. I, so, so take hot. off all your clothes. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm. You're set. I'm good. I'm You're good. good. I'm good. I'm coming I am getting so hot. I'm going to take my clothes off. Don't forget to send your requests to singingadair at gmail.com. Real email address. And if there are requests for dates, don't forget to email singleadair at gmail.com. Also a real email address. Yeah, and and no one has written anything to these email addresses that I made up. But they do write to dizzychannelorigineralfriendship at gmail.com. Yes. Please continue. Continue writing your emails and questions and comments, and they're all welcome. Or tweet us, or tweet me, or tweet Maya. No hate mail, please. Um, Carrier pigeons are accepted, though. (laughs) (laughs) I just liked how we're like, okay. Yeah. That was was good. Anyway. (laughs) Anywho. So, this movie. um, Did you like it? I mean, towards the end, I started to like it. 
I feel I feel like there was a lot in the middle that I was just like, oh wow. I think there is a time you watch those movies prior to being an adult where you're like, oh yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I'm totally on the side of like Xenon and Kelly and those kinds of characters where you're like, yeah, free spirits, individuality. But then there's a certain point when you either are a parent or you have responsibilities or you are responsible for other people where you're like, you know what? You're really disrespectful. Like there is no reason for this this complete lack of conformity. In her own way, she's conforming to a non-conformist attitude, which and is And she's boring. being destructive with it. It's yeah. like with it's like with Brink, honestly, where there are those times where we were talking about how they were like skating through people's lunches. We're like, that's kind of rude. Yeah, we get you're carefree and you're having fun, and I get that. But that is actually rude. And I think it's not something you necessarily grasp when you're, you know, younger. But I feel like when I was that age, I was pretty respectful of my superiors, of my parents, of people that were older than me in general. Well, I understood like that the there general? was a basic reason for rules, even if I didn't always follow the rules. I understood that like, you know, like things about my basic safety. And I also understood that like, say if I didn't understand something or a reason, I would maybe have a dialogue about it. Um, one of the things about Kelly is that she never really had a dialogue about anything if she didn't agree with it. She, would... she had the dialogue with herself. Right. And she would tell everyone why she was obviously right and that they were most definitely wrong in that really condescending like, well, you're wrong and stupid. I don't. Yeah. So no, I agree with that. And I think she definitely she just struggled with this idea of discipline, too. It seemed like her parents were on these very because she's from a she's a child of divorce and her parents are on these very different spectrums. Her mom's a lot more business oriented. Her dad's this like goofy, klutzy uh, photojournalist. And so but they're not really meeting at a certain point in developing a stability. But she seems very understanding. She's empathetic to things, which I think is a good sign. But it just seems like she she does not handle change. And that was a big issue for me, was she really did not like feel out a situation and say, hey, I'm in a military school. I may not want to be here, but I do have to still follow the rules. Just as if I have a new stepfather in general, I'm going to have a, maybe a different curfew or there might be a different set of rules based on this and, you know, work with these people. There was also a basic lack of caring for other people's feelings. Yes. Which is seems to be the dynamic of if there's a 14 or 15 year old girl as the protagonist. <laughs> she says hurtful things or does things that just, like she just doesn't give a shit. And then when it's pointed out that she's acting like she doesn't give a shit, she's like, oh no. I didn't even think about that. Like obviously you didn't think about that. Yeah. What do you think about her, Amanda? I thought that it was clear that this movie, it, and like many Disney Channel original movies, are targeted toward a very specific audience. And what seems insufferable to me now um, <laughs> was probably a lot more relatable when I actually could have watched this movie at 14, 15. And that to make the character of Kelly like relatable in that way, where young preteen girls feel like their individuality is being stifled by society rules, general things that they don't understand, it definitely uh, would play to that younger audience as like, oh, she's such a rebel and she's just coming into herself and free spirited and all these things. But 
Um, and she eventually does, you know, conform in an appropriate way while still maintaining her sense of individuality and bringing up the team, as it were. But throughout the entire movie, I couldn't help but, like, roll my eyes the entire time. Yeah. And that might just be a product of the fact that I'm nearly 30 and I can't uh, stand the youths as I'm shaking my fist. I definitely have had a youths moment a few times youths. watching these. Yes, yes, yes. I think we all have where we're just like, you know what? Your parents are doing the best they can. <laughs> Which... Like, I think the alcohol helps because it calms us down a little bit. I think if we were all sober when we'd watch this, we'd be like, you know what? This is so disrespectful. <laughs> like, mom and sir are genuinely trying they to really do their are. very best. They are. Sir, Joe, their- Joe sir, Joe is sir. doing his very best. He has been sort of thrust into this whole mm-hmm. parenthood thing because as awesome as Kelly's dad is, he's not there. Absentee yeah. parents. Mm-hmm. And... And he is the father figure, and she... She's very much like him. She's very much like her dad. Kelly is very much like her dad. Yeah. And Joe, Sir Joe, is honestly, he's doing his best here, but like he's not used to having to deal with non-military children mm-hmm. who do not understand basic command structure. I think he's honestly, he's a retired general. I think he's actually just not even used to children, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's a it's a lot, and I think he overreacts a few times, but... But also, he's still really new to this, so you got to give him some credit for that. Yeah, I don't know, even know. I think him saying, I think him saying, Kelly is destroying his dream. That one time when she's on the stairs, I'm like, um, that was a little, a little dramatic. It was a little melodramatic, but at the same time, I'm totally like. I get it. He probably should have waited and said that maybe in the bedroom or maybe when they knew that Kelly wasn't (laughs) going to be at the house because, you know, she doesn't actually live at the house full time. She lives in the in the cadet barracks. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he could have just waited on saying Kelly's ruining my dream. Yeah. But wait till she's not in the house. But Kelly really was ruining Ruining his his dream. dream. I don't know. I would say she is causing a lot of complications when he probably didn't see those complications coming. But hey, that makes him a better uh, supervisor of this school. So we should probably actually give like an explanation of what's happening though in this plot that she lives in New York City. Her mom gets married to this general, retired general, and he becomes basically the supervisor of a military academy in upstate New York. So they move there and she is then put, she was in this very like, I don't know, free spirited school where grades weren't like a Montessori. Yeah, I was like, I want to say Montessori, but I was like, it's not a Montessori school because she's 14. Right, right. But she's probably got like crocodiles in spelling and like stickers for grades. She got, she, (laughs) yeah, she got sunshines in math. So she goes, she at one point says, well, you didn't really, I didn't have a level, but we, so she goes to military school. Her mom, then she finds out her mom is pregnant. And so she's trying to, like, you know, do her, fight her own battles, do her own thing, be optimistic about all this. But meanwhile, she's trying to figure out the military school scene. And she wants to, she's really firmly stubborn about keeping her individuality and not, but that means she really butts heads with a lot of people, including Jennifer, who is her captain of her, of all the cadets. And so they are at odds. And I think a big reason why they're at odds is really because Kelly, you know, she's combative about, I want to have this, even though it's not to code and all of these things. And that's a, that's a struggle. So 
I think knowing that there's, I feel like that's that's a good plot thing. Um, I I think that Kelly's need for individuality is a complete affectation, mm-hmm. and I think that she so desperately needs structure and rules more than most kids in a mm-hmm. lot of ways mm-hmm. because she has absolutely no respect for authority. No, she at doesn't. all, at all. Like even her mother's authority. Even when when Sir and you know I'm I can't call him Sir. His name's Joe. When Joe and mom, because I don't think the parents actually have names. No, I don't, no, I don't think do. so. But when, when <laughs> I know the last name's Collins, that's it. Yeah, and I'm guessing that mom's last name is no longer Collins, but I don't know. This who knows? Who knows? The point is, she might have hyphenated. Um, but when Joe and mom are telling Kelly that they're getting married, the way that she was like, "Oh yeah, that might be a good idea down the road," and they're like, "No, we're telling you that we're getting married." She's like, "Oh, well then I approve." And like, part of me was like, "No, you don't get to approve. This is just how things are." Mm -hmm. And you like Joe, and you need to be, I don't know, a decent fucking human being about it, because. Because this is a big deal for your mom, as she said in the voiceover, that Joe was the first person since her father that 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 mom has introduced into their all-girl life. Mm-hmm. That means that it's a big deal, and that uh, mom cares very much for him, and she should just yeah. Don't be, be Marshall cool. and under wraps. Wait, and under wraps, Marshall. Marshall, no, no. which I mean the oh yeah, Marshall. Where he's she's like me and her dad have been divorced for years. Chill out, be nice to my boyfriend, and he's like <sighs> I'm gonna go play with monsters in my room, and she's like I'm gonna go and decorate things with scarves. <laughs> <laughs> My emotion was what was the best. Oh. It is probably a really accurate representation of how, like, an early teenager would deal with that sort of, like, new individual in their lives, That's right? true. I don't know about you guys, but when I was 14, the world definitely revolved around me. Yeah, feeling like you have some agency or some say in something that is so far out of your control. Like, yeah. it's sort of like a desperate, I, like, plea for, like, some sort of agency in that. Yeah, true. I guess as I was, a like, a very, very young child of divorce... So I was very used to my parents dating Mm -hmm. and having people and being in serious relationships and and whatnot. And by the time I think when I'm, yeah, when I was 14, my dad had just gotten out of a very long relationship with somebody who lived in our home Mm. with us. And so I guess I just was never really, I was never actually given an option Mm -hmm. as far as who my parents dated or saw. That really wasn't something that, because that's just not for kids. That's, mm-hmm. That wasn't my business. And so you just, you know, you make the best of it. Say la vie. But Kelly seemed to act as if she had a say. And I was like, that just sort of rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. It was like, I get that, you know, your parents um, wanted to raise some sort of, you know, free thinker, which is a good thing. But these are your parents. And Joe may not be a parent but he does have some sort of parental authority and deserves a certain modicum of respect Mm -hmm. that she severely did not have i um i think we should jump forward to military school um to military school and to carla hazel from degrassi i really liked carla and i didn't really remember her yeah but uh Best expressions in the whole movie. I thought she was... Her responses were right. And she was, like, very, like, in a lot of ways, like, what the fuck, girl? Mm -hmm. Like, you're at military school. Get your shit together. We're at military school. Should be a no-brainer. Like, 
the reason why we have to do this is because it's military school. Like from the very beginning, she was like, don't put that rainbow blanket out. You will get in trouble. Mm -hmm. And what does she do? And what does Kelly do? I'm going to put this blanket out because I get to do what I want. Mm -hmm. And then rules don't apply to me. Yeah. Rules don't apply to me. And you know, one of the things about Carla that they really, really, really highly glossed over is that Carla comes from this really terrible, poor, like she's lived in, in, in poverty. Not only that, but she had a very not good, home life which mm-hmm. she just sort of was like home home's not she a under, good place she underplays it yeah she's like the exact opposite of kelly where she like tra- dramatizes everything he's all like underplays everything going on it makes me think money yeah it makes me think that like hazel's home life is <laughs> we're calling her hazel carla sorry carla. <laughs> <laughs> hazel from degrassi otherwise known as carla aka Kazel. um carzel just go with it whatever um but she uh i feel like her life was terrible more so than anything that Kelly and her you know um elitist fancy school New York living could even imagine oh for sure and and Carla towed the line and and more than once expressed how grateful she was to be there Mm -hmm. yeah um and it just kind of made me go oh Kelly like are you not listening to your friend here who's Mm -hmm. she has this weird sense of like if someone openly states their feelings she has a lot of empathy but unless they put it right out there she kind of struggles like at getting that like life is hard and people have their own internal struggles and maybe not everyone is maybe it's not that you're the only one struggling it's just that you're the only one voicing that you have this struggle Mm mm-hmm yeah. But yeah, so I think military school in itself is a very interesting thing. But I have to say the thing I really liked, because she was very against drill team at, from, at the start, but then she was court-martialed, which I think led to the best joke of our watching, which I, I will go back to, which was done by Amanda. But when she was court-martialed, her, her punishment was to be on drill, t- or was to polish like the boots and the guns and the belts and stuff like that for drill team. And she recognized that drill team was just like dancing or, you know, ballet swan lake, I think was the what she related it to. But drill team was beautiful in its own way. And I felt like that was that like burst of humanity and understanding and her maybe growing up a little bit and seeing like, I don't necessarily agree with this, but I see there's beauty in it. But yeah. When she said, when she compared it to to Swan ballet, Lake. Yeah, Swan, Swan Lake, Lake yeah. and how, and I was like, there you go, because in a ballet, they wear the same outfits, and it's artistic, and there's still individuality. And there's skill in it, too. It's mm-hmm. a lot of skill, and it's meticulous, and yeah. And they work really hard, and I, it was nice to see that she actually saw that and appreciated that. It, I think it was part of, of Kelly's growth, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, inching ever towards being a normal decent human being um i am gonna say though that you know i might be giving kelly a really hard time here but to be honest most 14 15 year olds are terrible human beings period Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. so we'll just put that out there most of them suck you probably shouldn't share this podcast with your 16 year old he's not 15 years old anymore (laughs) okay so he was horrible though when he was 15 probably all it (laughs) It's because we are born like monsters <laughs> that don't know how to and interact. Cu- and we're cute so that no one eats us. Exactly. Because we are trained how to act like decent human beings. Mm-hmm. And so at 
at 12, 13, 14 years old, like we're still in that like this weird murky place where we don't really know how to act and we are learning through consequences. And to be honest, you know, there are consequences to nearly everything that Kelly does as opposed to Xenon, who doesn't get many consequences. Not many. I mean, she got sent to Earth and that's For a it. bit. For a little bit, and then she like hitches a ride up with Rockstar, and everyone's like, "Yeah, you're back." But like Kelly actually has some real consequences to her actions, like like when she paints Christy Carlson Romano's hair as like payback for her ripping her blanket. That was actually kind of shitty, though. It was yeah. super I shitty. understand that like the blanket is a no go, and that it wasn't cool for her to then have. Then take it. it away. Don't she could have just it. confiscated it and said, yeah. "You don't get your blanket back." She fucking ripped it up, and like yeah. that just seemed really overly harsh. Like. Like, I think she was, was trying, yeah, she was, she was being like, being they weird. really needed She's her to oddly be super jealous. mean. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, she was jealous, but who but is she jealous of? I don't know. I'm, I, I still think that she and Kelly were the real romance. Like, I do feel that. Not Brad. I think it was Kelly and Jennifer. It's kind of beautiful that way, too. I know, right? Isn't it beautiful in my, in my world where there are a couple? Sorry. But, and then she paints Christy Cross from Romano's hair, and so she gets court-martialed, which then led to, because Gary Cole plays Sir, and he was also in Office Space, and Amanda made a really amazing Office Space joke relating to that court-martial. Yeah, I'm gonna have to have you come in and be court-martialed. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) So good. That was, and that it was so. No one even thought about it until you said it. It was so good. It was so good. It was so great. But yeah, so and so she was court-martialed and became uh, sort of part of the drill team. She actually got really. She was really on top of shit at the on the drill team. Like had things ready, and she saw like the beauty in that. And I think then, I, I mean, obviously she she joined. She auditioned for the drill team and wanted to like add individuality to the. The, what is it called? There's, I mean, there was the group piece, but then there's the individual, the piece with the the doubles. What was that exhibition? called? Exhibition. Exhibition. Nice. And so, I did not know that. Wow, you did. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, I, I was paying attention. I, I mean, I was kind of. I was kind of. I was really aware of how sweaty I was, and you know, I was planning I'm my birthday party on Facebook. So got to do that. Um, it's pretty important. It's pretty important. Yeah. It's my birthday on Thursday, which it will be gone by the time that this podcast is aired. No. Oh, it will. It yeah. will be like a week out from yeah, there. Yeah, because we're recording today, which is 17th. My birthday is the 21st. So if you want to send me any happy birthday messages, Disney Channel Original Friendship at gmail.com. Or, or tweet, tweet us. Mm-hmm. Or send a singing uh, uh, email to singingadair at gmail.com. I don't know how that works. I'm no techno magician or anything like that. You guys know what's up. Or ask me out on a on a dinner date to celebrate my birthday at Single Adair. Don't, don't do that, me. guys. Don't. <laughs> no. No. She's not going to go on a date with you. It's true. I won't. Sorry. <laughs> just, we're just going to... Just put it out there. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Nope. I don't respond to date requests on email anymore <laughs> anymore not, not since last time <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm glad you guys both remember the story good oh, good good it's pretty good how do we feel about uh miss jennifer stone i like jennifer i like her yeah i think that she's dramatic though in her own way well she screams a lot yeah that was i think the thing she does like the screaming like and it's that high pitch like oh mm-hmm. jesus it's a little shrill she's a little irrational at times too i think that she is used to being like the queen bee mm-hmm. and very popular and kelly i to be perfectly honest at the very beginning i never really understood why she was 
was so popular. Me either. I just don't understand why she's so popular. She is the antithesis of everything that they do at that military school. And and she's insubordinate. She's disrespectful. But she is kind when she wants to be. And I think that's the thing. Maybe it's like this whole idea of it's a breath of fresh air and she has some kindness to her. And she's genuinely interested in certain things. When she's actually interested in things, she's very observant and kind and, you know, interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the people that she interacted with in a positive way, she was very, she was, uh, she did very well at that. But when she didn't agree with people, it did not go well. Right. Uh, But like, and I'm not saying that in like the obvious sense of you like each other, things go well, you don't like each other, things don't go well. It was like to an extreme point where it's just like, wow, you just made enemies. You're against everything your stepfather is standing for. Well done for alienating your superiors. Well done. Like what's, what's the point in that? Mm-hmm. What is the point in that? Because yeah. um, I I know that like when I was that age, I you know nobody understood my pain and that everything was awful and well yeah because um, I mean no I remember that too but for you not for me right but at the same I time crying. I I didn't I mean I wasn't like trying to actively destroy other people's lives I mean mm-hmm. I do that now right because you're an adult though <laughs> yeah I mean I use mind games mainly mainly yeah, yeah. just mild sociopathy and yeah. like sometimes sometimes you do sneak into people's bedrooms and paint their hair i mean okay (laughs) amanda's rainbow hair is actually i did that yeah vindictive bitch well she told me that i rocked a lot of polka dots one night and i know what that meant so i painted her hair (laughs) what why would you say that to a dare don't you know what she could do i mean things are it's my own fault i did it to myself let's just put it out there i'm diabolical (laughs) machiavellian Oh my god, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Oh my god, are you having an emotion? I know, right? Adair's experiencing feelings out of her eyes right now. Oh wow, I this is... I am shocked. I shocked. am shocked. So, oh, I was going to say, one of the things about this is that there really isn't a whole lot of story. No, there's no. not. Um, I'm actually amazed we've already talked for almost a half an hour about because this. Because it's like, um, yeah, any every time there's some sort of conflict, it is actually fixed very quickly, almost yeah. immediately. Um, there are problem solvers in this movie. Yeah, which is actually kind of great. There was, uh, there, you know, there's like a couple of like little things. Oh, I wrote down, like, one of my notes was, Carla knows what's up, and then in all caps, listen to her. <laughs> because she keeps telling Wise Kelly what to do. Wise black friend. It's always a thing. Magic mm-hmm. Negro. Yeah. Magic Negro. <laughs> Actually, though. That is true. She's allowed to say that. She's allowed to say that. <laughs> Magic Negro. But, so, uh, here's something that I noticed. So there's the big competition. Regionals. God, I love that they use the term regionals. I love that you relate. They're like, regionals! It's like, they gotta get to regionals. <laughs> they gotta get to regionals. So they go to regionals, and Kelly is trying to get a hold of her dad. Her dad is in town, and he's gone off to the woods to take pictures to, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, take photos of a mountain. And her dad tries to call her cell phone, which she's not supposed to have. And they got mad at her because her phone rang. Everyone flips out on her because she's not supposed to have her phone on her. Or at least on, like, the ringer. Which, to be fair, that was that was a bush leak. That's pretty legit. She could have actually handed her phone to her mom or to Sir Joe or whoever. Yeah. Anybody. There um, were a number of adults there. That, that could have just held on to her phone. But regardless of that, something's up with her dad so she has to go rescue her dad and the one thing that just kind of made me go ah was the fact that Kelly was wearing nearly all white and she went into the woods that was the most (laughs) traumatic thing for all of us because I was like oh god oh my god don't get dirty don't get dirty watch your knees watch your knees you gotta get back to Rachel oh my god make sure that shirt collar stays bleached 
scary. But another thing that popped into my head is undershirts. What and I wanted to know everyone's opinions on undershirts when someone is wearing, say, um, a white button-up shirt. I almost always wear like a tank top under things. I, I would think so. I yeah. would think so too, but I noticed that thick. she was not. Well, and the, I could, Is the fabric thicker? It was not. Mm-mm. Oh. It was like a really basic, basic white button-up shirt. And I was like, she should be wearing well, that's a, a the, white that tank was, top that underneath was, that. That was the costume designer's problem, not ours. That's true. That's but true. I would wear an undershirt. Like I almost always wear a tank top or something. If it's a white Under, button-up shirt, I will wear, I have like this, like a white shell type right, thing yeah. that I wear. Just because, um, you know, I don't want people necessarily taking a gander at the goods. Yeah, right. Especially, well, I'm wondering if that's part of their, like, uniform. You would think that they would include some sort of undershirt thing. But they always wear the jackets. Yeah, so, so maybe, maybe the whole jacket thing. Yes, yeah. they wear the jackets. It's unnecessary. Maybe if they were wearing undershirts and jackets, it would be, They'd like, be too hot. Too hot. Yeah. But still, it's military, so I think that's, like, too bad, so sad. Right, like, yeah. This is what you wear. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because I don't think they have, like, summer uniforms where they have, like, cutoffs and, like, a little <laughs> a little sports blazer. Oh, that I would be adorable. It. That would be super actually. cute. Actually, the uniforms were really, really lovely. I would have worn them. Um, I would. I, I will, actually. Check me out on Halloween. I'll be Cadet Kelly for Halloween. Very nice. I actually think I'm, I'm going to rock Velma Dinkley again. I think I'm going to be Velma. Nice. I think you look great. I need to find a Daphne and, you know, the whole gang. You can get there. Yeah. I want to dress up like one of the Thundercats myself. Um, I have a question for you ladies. Mm. If you were 14, 15 years old, would you go to George Washington Military Academy? That is a great You have to go to military school. I'm sorry. That's the preface. (laughs) You You went to Catholic school. I mean, isn't that kind of similar? It's essentially the same. I grew up wearing uniforms. Um, yeah, I think I would because I have to. Um, but I would also probably... I mean, do you think you'd like the school all right i think i thrive in structured environments so i think i would probably get along swimmingly i don't i think i would do okay there yeah it just it doesn't it honestly doesn't seem that bad i mean it's not that repressive i am not i am not very athletic but even that i think i would probably be able to like well the montana and me definitely came out when i was watching their them do the obstacle courses i'm like that kind of feels like a saturday like in my childhood they're just rolling around in the mud and stuff rolling in mud like maybe bullet laying down something I, I yeah no I mean I wouldn't want my entire schooling to be based on military strategy that seems sort of stupid there seemed to be no other type of academics yeah, it which seems seems to be all odd. military based strange, which yeah. I was like eh. but then her other schools seemed to not have any other kind of academics either so yeah so I would like to go to a school that had academics because I like to learn uh-huh and then yeah no I, I feel like I do fine I feel like sometimes I'd be kind of sweaty 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 Mm-hmm. Um, I say this because I'm sweating right now. Enjoy that when I leave, by the way. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, the uniform would be, would cause issues, but I'm not. I'd look so cute. Cute. You would. You would. You would. I you, agree. you would both look cute, too. It's, it's, it's I, that, that was a flattering outfit. It was almost as if someone measured them to fit that outfit perfectly. Like someone who designs costumes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost. Super almost. Weird. But, yeah. So, she gets her dad. She finds her dad. She defeats her fear of heights, which was a thing, apparently, but not, I don't know. Not it really. wasn't, like, a big thing. She mentioned it. She wouldn't come down from something which seems sort of silly and, well, she, and then she did dramatic. yeah and, and then, then she, she did. did it was like mm-hmm. oh you didn't but you did she's like i'm afraid of heights i don't want to all right fine yeah there wasn't really any logic to what made her come down but she christy carlson romano gesturing with her head and her eyes to get down get down get yeah. down. she never actually said anything she never spoke once during that ex- 
exchange. It was just like, get your ass to the ground, get your ass to the ground. But like, really it was all gestures and face. I actually mm-hmm. kind of enjoyed that exchange because yeah. she's, because Kelly's all like, blah, 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 blah. and like, that was, that was Christy Carlson Romano's response was like nothing. And yeah. I liked your face. That was good. I'm sad right. that the people that are listening get your can't ass to the it. ground. Get the fuck down here. That sounds like most of the time when you talk to me. I got, <laughs> I, out a dare. I got a dance to go to. I'm going to wear all white. You better not come careening at me in mud. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. That oh, did wait. happen. That she happen. did do that. But I mean, who wears all white to an army dance? Who wears all white? Ever. 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 Well, uh, Kelly, in that scene when she belayed down the, uh, when she belayed down the... The thing to rescue thing her to father. Rescue yeah. But she gets her dad, and she and Sir finally connect, and they, like, hug, and it's, like, it's great, and she calls him her dad, and then she gets back to the competition by some miracle of God. Yeah. And then they just, like, boogie it out with... I do love that her and Christy Carlson Romano's dance-offs. Those are great. Those were really great. And so odd. <laughs> so odd because I... People don't do that. No. No, I it's a very wish. unique form of dance that they used in that. I wish I had, like, an enemy of some sort that I could be, like, looking at and then just do some sort of dancey type of thing and then they do that back at me. Yeah. And then you like look at me like what? That was flawless. No. Throw it down. Yeah. It. If dance offs happened Here's in my real ribbons. life, there and would be no war. There would be no more. That's my hot take. That's kind of beautiful too. I like it, especially with ribbons. Ribbon dancing. That was the icing on the cake. Yeah. That that right, that in addition to the weird like '90s cuts where they would sometimes like replay the scene really quickly. Mm-hmm. Just, I love the montages. Oh. And the fact that Fuck as it was pointed out, when they do these like white girl stepping or whatever, there's no music. Um, so the people are supposed popping. to be like, I think like honestly like more engaging and like raw, but they played this horrible like- One girl revolution. Super poppy one girl. One girl, one girl revolution as a dare knows all of the words. Shut um, up. No, all I the don't. words. Shut all up. Words. No, I don't. I did not know all the lyrics to that song. Yes. YouTube it, guys. But you did. Though. You did. Though. It was great. You did. Yeah. It. Um. I really enjoyed the like the lovely like lady frenemy yeah. engagement that they cute. had. There was like sexual this... tension. It was good. Yeah. Well, like even they're like at a certain point they're. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. It starts with an A. Acronymity. Is that a word? Animosity. Acronymity. What? Is, what? Are, what are you trying to infer? Yeah, like animosity, but something else. But it doesn't matter. Actually. Acrimonious. Ac- yeah, but acrimoniousness there we go which is not a word aardvark let's let's see <laughs> archipelago yes okay. wait no that's a landmass isn't that like a group of islands actually hmm yes rudolph saves new year that's how i know that yep wow wow so bring it back <laughs> wow. anyway. you guys both just looked so just disturbed like by me. wow wow okay anyway <laughs> the the way that they feel towards each other at a certain point does feel forced yes. it, it legitimately feels forced like jennifer has to up the stakes mm-hmm. each time each and and the same with kelly that they have to up the stakes with how much they they hate each other and it doesn't really seem like they hate each other it's more like they just don't have a lot in common and disagree with one another and um they're definitely 
doesn't seem to be a lot of. It like, is acrimonious. Acrimonious. Mm-hmm. That's what I was. That's what I Wikipedia was acrimonious. And hatred came up. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Acrimonious. That's exactly acrimonious. Yeah. Acrimonious. It doesn't. It definitely doesn't seem like a genuine dislike or one that is rooted really in reality. Which you could argue that's sort of a problem with this movie in general. But mm-hmm. I have yes, a theory yes. on that later. Uh, but yeah, yes. it, it definitely it feels forced and like they have to sort of up the ante every mm-hmm. single time they have an, an interaction. Like, I'm gonna rip up your blanket, even though I really don't need to. I'm gonna paint your hair as yeah. revenge. What? Ridiculous. Like, what, what is the logical steps that are going on in your guys' heads? None, because you have a lot of hormones rushing through like, you. What yeah. is going on? You Both of you girls need to like sit down mm-hmm. and chill the fuck out. Let's get the feelings stick out. Dance your feelings out. And then they oh, did, yeah. and then all of a sudden they were like totally getting along, but then, then, oh, and also this was kind of weird, so then all the stuff with Kelly's dad happens, and Jennifer's like, I knew it, I knew it. Once a maggot, always a maggot. And like, she's fucking useless, and I was absolutely right to dislike her. This just is verbatim when, the dialogue from the Just movie, when the Kelly comes up and is like, what? And then her stepdad it's says, like, she's excused. She's excused. Way to say that way after the fact. And too. even, but even Jennifer's like, okay and then walks off and then they do their little dance and everything's great but what i didn't understand is like not once did kelly ever actually explain what happened and why she was gone everyone was just like okay that would require a little bit too much self-awareness and like responsibility for your actions like one little where were you yeah not one person said where were you even carla who usually has a lot of common sense yeah not once did she ask where were you seemed Mm -hmm. really odd that you just disappeared like you just just kelly's doing kelly You just fuck the fuck out of there Mm -hmm. and no one knows where you are and what's going on and like, okay, I guess we'll see you later. Fine, bye. Dance it out. And And then then, they do. And they do dance it out. And then the end of the competition. Yep. And the trophies are given out and they did not win. In typical Camp Rock 2 fashion, Cadet Kelly, they did not win. They did not win. Um, but they learned a valuable lesson that day. And in their own way, they it? did totally. win. In mm-hmm. their hearts. In their hearts. They won. Well, they did better than they have done previously, and so... Mm-hmm. And that in itself is kind of a logical win, which well, I got, do appreciate. Yeah, previously they had won third, third. place, and that was when, when Joe was in school, so like... 25 million years ago. I was supposed to say 30,000 oh years ago. Yep. They got like their place. An old Cuz he cuz he is a representation of old world, yes. obviously. Obviously. But, but yeah, so they got second. They got second place, which, you know, if they hadn't won anything, like let's be realistic in maybe like 25 years or something like that. They hadn't placed in 25 years and they got second place. Like That's not too fucking awesome. shabby. Yeah. And they only lost by one point. That's true. Which they reiterated multiple times as being one of the closest competitions in history. Which of regionals, and they still get to go to nationals. Like they, I, right. I, I, God bless Sean, <laughs> Sean Ashmore for who had like very few lines, but he just was like, we still get to go to nationals. So, so like, it doesn't really matter, guys. Win win, dudes. Like yeah. it's fine. We still go to nationals. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just did not seem to be. It did not seem to matter at all. I think Kelly was the only one that cared, and she and she and Jennifer. 
Jennifer had a really sweet moment where she's like, we wouldn't have gotten this far without you. And then they looked at each other. And, and then I they thought, started making out. And, and then, they started making out. And, it was and like, then Adair woke from her daydream. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it makes it sound like I really wanted that to happen. I felt like it was, if it was now, it would have happened. Or if Not it on was Disney. Disney, they would have held hands or something yeah, and looked at each other. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. And then and then Jennifer said, or, and then um, uh, Kelly's like, well, Nationals is going to be amazing and we're going to do so well. And, and Jennifer's, Jennifer's like, like, beachy doves, I'm, I'm moving. moving. <laughs> To Europe. What was the point of that? I don't know. She's like, I'm going away. And then she's so like, you'll never I, see me I'm again. nominating you as captain, so you have to deal with little shits like you. Well, I think it was her way of not being in any subsequent Cadet Kelly movies. <laughs> if there were ever going <laughs> to be her, her out. That, was, that, that line was actually totally ad-libbed. She's like, oh <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be here because I'm moving to Europe. And, and the directors were like, well, that was the only perfect scene we had. Had. Should we keep it? Okay, let's just keep it. Which the Carlson and her mom's like, fuck yeah. Bye. Bye. I got my even Stevens money. Well, because here's the thing that doesn't make sense. Like, it's a boarding school. And your parents are moving to Europe. So does it matter where your parents are if you're in boarding school? Wow. I, right? didn't, I didn't once think of that. Wow. Actually, yeah. The only person who actually like lives with their parents, even part time, is Kelly. Kelly. And that is because her father, or her it's, stepfather, is the commandant. Is the commandant. And even then, she still lives in the barracks. for During the week, yeah. And, and she only does like Friday and Saturday nights there. Yeah. And yeah. Jennifer has her own room and lives at that school. So why? Why does she have to move to Europe? And she's that 16. Is a she has like a question. And she only has like a year left of school. It's like, wow, her parents are weird. Oh my God. Could you imagine what kind of shitty fucking parents she has that are going to move her to a foreign country for her senior year of high school? Ugh, Jesus. Fuck those people. <laughs> All right. So guys... Oh, and then there there's a lovely last little bit. Uh, Amanda, you should talk about her little her little epilogue. Oh, so at the very end of the movie, actually all throughout the movie, uh, there's Kelly's doing her voiceover as she is recounting her memoirs, as she calls oh, them, God. which was one of the most awkward way to pronounce memoirs. But at the very end, uh, she was talking about how in this retelling, she may not have gotten everything correct, uh, but she did did her darnest, gosh darn it, and um, this is how the story that needed to be told as she was telling it. Um, and I thought about how the entire movie was a little, for lack of a better phrase, ridiculous in its uh, campiness and just sort of Kelly's flagrant disregard for rules and just general human decency yes. and how everything had a sitcom level pacing in terms of how things would work out, like yeah. within five minutes of hardship happening, mm-hmm. that it seems to me like uh, the entire movie is a representation of um, Kelly's daydream of how this entire thing transpired. Her memoirs are a uh, not a factual retelling at all. The feelings are genuine. Though. The feelings and the general sentiment and maybe like the general arc of events are probably accurate, but I like to think that this movie was really just a highly, highly editorialized representation of this hardship that this 14-year-old girl was going through. Because didn't we all editorialize everything we were going through? Oh, God, my live journal differently says I did. Oh, God, live journal. sure. Shit. Forgot about that. Mm -hmm. should probably find that and delete it. Oh, it's okay. I'm I, I, I was too young to, or too, I'm too old to have had a I life journal. I desperately wanted the world to know what I was thinking. Hmm. 
desperately. Um. Anyway, uh, I yeah, I'm I'm 36 years old, and therefore uh, I didn't actually have an email address until I was in college. There you go. Because nobody had an email address. Fun. Anyway, yes. You know what our uh, other emails? Tizzy Channel Virtual Friendship at gmail.com. Yep, that's an email. That's an email. That is an email. So it's singingadare at gmail.com. It is. Um, so yeah, guys, if you were to rename it, Maya, what would you name this movie? The Chain of Command exists for a reason, Kelly. I like that. It's, it's lengthy, but I feel like it works. It's like Birdman. <laughs> it's, like the little, it's like the little parentheses after Birdman. All right, Amanda? Uh, Cadet Kelly, colon, insufferable white girl finds herself. Oh, see, I have a colon too, but mine is step up, colon, drill team. Mm, nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was good. Yeah. So was it worth it, Maya? Was it worth it? Oh, yeah. I don't feel like this was a complete waste of my time at all. It wasn't the That ca- sounded really sarcastic. Yeah, I did not did. mean that sarcastically. That was kind of rude, Maya. We, wow. we drove here <laughs> to be here with you and watch this movie. All right, Amanda, was it worth it for you? Yeah, I think, I mean, we could have all independently written this movie in our sleep. Um, and, but it was really accessible. And you, you liked that you got to hang out. I was here, there was alcohol, which the Big Sur was delicious, uh, yeah, albeit mostly well. grenadine. Yeah, I, um, yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah, Regardless, like grenadine. this movie, saccharine and <laughs> still digestible. Oh, wow. I like that. that Thanks, was, guys. That, wow. Yeah. It is, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't have a smart answer. <laughs> It was good. I mean, not my favorite, but it's it's not Camp Rock 2, so still palatable, mm-hmm. like the Big Sur. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed all of the actors in this. I mean, I like all of them yeah. in other things. Yeah, me too. Um, no one really annoyed me, which was good. I mean, yeah. Kelly kind of annoyed me, but it was also like, I love Hilary Duff because I love Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. And I felt like they were really... Like, of trying to make her still like they're like it's Lizzie McGuire but like to more of an extreme which made me realize I would not like an extreme Lizzie McGuire <laughs> that, that sorry that just like like when that first happened I was like what the hell is going on it's like this weird high-pitched barking sound <laughs> that 14 year olds they're like puppies but like not not cute like little adorable puppies mm-hmm. that you love like really annoying puppies that you need to take to the shelter because they're just <laughs> <laughs> that have colorful like hair extensions that they insist on wearing all yeah. the time. Yeah, you're just like why and are they're you like, wearing this? They're the they oh I did not like uh, Kelly's other friend. What was her name? Amanda. Amanda. <laughs> yeah, Amanda sucked. I did like when you said Amanda sucked because I had a moment where I was like, but you're Amanda. <laughs> yes, thanks, babe. Uh, no, Amanda was, I. she wasn't a character. She was just this other obnoxious human that Kelly could relate to because she was part of her past and also felt, wore annoying clothes. Yes, yes. I felt like she became kind of a foil for Kelly because mm-hmm. she stayed the same whereas Kelly changed and so that whole moment, it sort of showed, it kind of was a reminder of the extreme of like where she was Definitely. to where she got to. But oddly enough, Amanda didn't like say, oh God, you're such a sellout, you became blah, blah. She was cheering for her in the audience while yeah. she was doing her little her little exposit, ex, ex, not exposition. Ex- exhibition. 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 Like at the fair, right? A yes. fair exhibition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like pie or yeah. decorated fruit that's molded into things. 
Or having sex in public. <laughs> Anywho. Any, no, Amanda was super supportive. Either one of those. Amanda, Amanda was I've actually... I've known Amanda to be supportive. She was absolutely supportive, even though they were very different at this point. She was like, oh, yeah, you're doing your thing, I'm doing my thing. Yeah, your mom told my mom, and I had the driver drive me upstate, which I was like, oh, the my driver. God. You just... Ugh, New York rich kids. What the Bring the hell? car around. No, no, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it would have been something something like that. Because it was a little it was a little like, oh. You know, honestly, the only person in this in this show that uh or well, I guess two people that are kind of like, Jesus, what the fuck? Are Kelly and Jennifer. And again, that could be because of the Kelly's, sexual tension. Well, the sexual tension and Kelly's retelling of this entire thing yeah, from her true. point of view is that like um Jennifer's super, super mean, and then she's nice, but then she's mean, but then she's not nice what? Yeah. And then she moves away to Europe. The end. Roll credits. I and definitely didn't have feelings for her. No, you no, I, I didn't. I didn't. You had feelings. Sure. For her. You you liked her. Why didn't you go marry her? Bye, Kelly. Out. That's that's how it ended. Was it, is that your alternate? That's title? alternate. That's the alternate. Title. <laughs> that's that's alternate. Subtitle. Subtitle. <laughs> subtitle. 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 It's it's a really long title. It is very much Birdman. I like it. I like it. Um, I enjoyed this movie, but also feel like I don't need to see it again. Yeah, I'm good. I'm set. Yeah. You know, I'm this, pretty. I'm this pretty is done. no lemonade mouth. I'll tell you that. You and lemonade mouth. <sighs> you should see lemonade mouth sometime. I should. I should look into that. It's on it's Netflix. On Netflix. Fucking a. That was amazing. I think we should end there. There's no way we're getting better than that. All right. Disney Channel original friendship. Yeah. That was Cadet Kelly and The Big Sur. It was produced by Maya Millslow and Adair Rice, featuring special guest Amanda Vilbrand. Disney Channel Original Friendship is a secret weapon production, copyright 2016, all rights reserved. Y'all.